makes you wonder. Maybe it's the duality of both. The creation and the destruction. The duality of the angels, you know, it's been destruction. And now it's about the other half coming in balance of letting humanity to to reach out to the angels and see them as equals. See them as part as part of you and how you are and how you think and feel. How do they think and feel? It's a person who's in balance. A person who's able to accept the light and the dark within them. You're the male and female. The creation and the destruction. The love and the hate. You're the awareness of eternity while life is like a blink of the eye. And the older you get, the more you realize it. You know, which is more scary, a short life or the awareness of eternity? It makes you wonder. You know, maybe that's why we're alive, so we don't have that awareness of eternity forever. We come here to escape that. Is it a bad thing to know that? I don't know. It's definitely not something we're aware of today. You know, it's a part of ourselves as You've been blocked off. You know, that awareness of you know, life is and consciousness is like a cycle that your understanding goes on forever, theoretically. If you believe anything about the afterlife, they all kind of have the same thing. Like your consciousness goes on onto a different plane of whatever you imagine. Everyone says that's a good thing, but it's always like under the slant of some rules or ways or commands of this, that, or something else. Instead of freedom of thought, freedom of expression, freedom of being who you are. You're unabated by those who, who judge you every single moment or every single day. That's all the people do in this world today. Sit there and judge everyone. And they hold each other down in those judgments. They pin you to the ground because they're higher up than you. Because they, they, they sit on that you know, moral high horse. But is it? Is it a moral high horse when the person on the moral high horse is stabbing everyone else and stepping on everyone else to stay up there? You know, Swords of Democles pointed right at our heads, people. This is the moral high ground they rule by. You know, is it not? Now they're threatening to put them on hypersonic missiles controlled by AI. You know, AI defense forces controlled by AI because it's the only thing you can defend an AI, you know, built hypersonic, hypersonic missile world. You know, AI is the only thing you can do that. And now you don't even have any decision making. You know, the buttons will just go off. Poof. Who knows why it happened? What, no one will even know. It'll just be boom, 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 boom. And the art data said this. Well, art data says this. Well, it was a miscommunication. Guess what, people? That can happen. We've already had a couple times we've almost blown each other, blown each other up because of miscommunications. You know, the scariest ones when Boris Yeltsin saved the world. 
because he he thought Reagan was a good guy. You know, it was personal contact. You know, they, that prevented the world from going to complete fireball back then. Well, we won't have that uh, that comfort and security in the future. You know, instead of having people like Boris Yeltsin and Reagan, you know, two good guys. You know, I mean, you know, they didn't you know solve everything, but you know, they stopped you know the war between. You know, the, the military escalation between you know the communist systems and capitalist systems. And as much as I dislike a lot of what happened back then, you know, that was one good thing that came out of it. You know, but a world controlled by AI with nuclear tip warheads, hypersonic speeds. Now how can you allow that? Especially when you know the most dangerous thing in this world today is someone's ego getting hurt. You know, one of those three, one of their egos just gets hurt because, you know, they didn't want to win this or win that ideology, you know, argument on the world stage. They go, oh, I've got to do something in response. I've got to do something in response. Well, I've got to do something in response. And this is what everyone does. They respond to each other. Hey, here's the idea, guys. You know, give peace a chance. Ever hear that term? You know, ask every old person. Hey, old people, just start... You know, singing just like you were in your teens. Give peace a chance. You know, have the summer of love again. You know, you want to go to the future, you got to go back to the past first. That includes the mindset of the baby boomer generation to remember what it was like to be a teenager who wants to change this world. Because guess what? All the generations in between think the same as well. You know, especially Generation X. We're so sick of it. We've been rolling our eyes at this control system since we were teenagers. You know, and we, we kind of buy into it, you know. I've lived that life, you know, to a certain degree. But some people really buy into it, and then some people just, you know, get along. And the more you figure out how to just get along, just, just barely make it, instead of pushing to have endless amount of more, and guess what? You know, bye-bye, endless competition to be like those on the top. You know, is that a bad thing to finally solve these problems? Or do we have to have endless growth, which is going to destroy the planet? And we should have endless amounts of building sustainability? You don't want to talk about one word for the next, you know, 10 or 20 years. It's sustainability. As much as you need to Think change. You know, think women in charge. You know, think pulling the gun away from humanity's head with nuclear war. You need to talk about stability. I mean, the problems are so big, people. If they weren't so big, I wouldn't be, tr you know, trying to describe, you know, such big solutions. I realize. All these things are, you know, pretty much unachievable by themselves. But if you had a world where the youth stood up and old people stood up with them and people, you know, both in the system and outside the system, you know, especially the young and the, the, and the women, if everyone stood up and said, hey, we're tired of being pushed around. The people are withdrawing their consent to give the 1% control and authority over everything. You know, the people can network 
and we can take the power back in our own hands worldwide. Starting, I would hope, with America. I'll tell you people, the sooner we do it, the better. I mean, really, just just take everything I said and you know, make it into a, a comic book or a movie or, or some kind of in, instructional videos after Fallout. You, know, you follow these ways of doing things and there's a synergy to it that allows us to finally reach into the stars. To finally achieve what we've always wanted to, what we never can, because of those who run and game the system for their own benefit. And that's all they do. And it divides everyone. That's how they get everything. They divide everyone. You know, will we stand united? Or will we stand united against each other? Divided. And that's nationalism. That's the left and right. That's the rich and the poor, especially. And that's racism. Sexism. You know, homophobia. You fear of people that aren't like you. This is what everyone's problem is. Everyone's afraid of people not like them. And certain people, you know, think they're above everyone else. So, of course, everyone else has a reason to fear them. Who pushes nuclear war around the world? Who's the most powerful country there is, right? And it amazes me is how inefficient we are on it. We're so woefully inefficient. Unless, of course, you count, you know, the probably thousands of drones that get under Area 51. There's spaceships. It's like, you know, 100, 200 years in the future technology that they're not telling us because they figured out gravity. Hey, who knows? I get a pretty high probability. If you were to put a statistical number on that, what's the likelihood that's true? I think if you ask most people, they probably fall, probably fall in the you know, 70, 80% that that's true. Right? You got some that would be like, no, no such thing. And, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, maybe 50, maybe 20. But most people I'd say would be as high as 80%. You know, your, your youth of the world. Not, not counting all the old people who just listen to the dogma their whole lives. And I'm talking about the youth. You know, ask 16 to 18 year olds or, you know, 16 to, you know, 18 to 30 year olds even. Right? Now let's break this down in a transparent way. And if those things are belonging to you know, supposedly the government that represents the people, us, then why aren't we being able to use them? Because they're our technology. Well, these things can solve so many things, people. So many things. Now who cares if who owns it? If it's there and it does what these reports say it does, why aren't we using it to solve these problems? Instead of keeping it some ace in the hole for some you know, police action or military intervention or you know, who knows what they're going to think about doing with these things at some point in the future. You know, while the whole world's trying to compete with stealth technology, which is like 50 years old, they're just going to fly out thousands of these drones hovering over every city. EMP pulses. Who knows what the heck is on these things? I can imagine. You know, what happens when hypersonic missiles become a reality? 
hey, I don't know people, but you know that's the race in the hole. I would hope. You know, we don't blow ourselves up in nuclear war. You know, but if it happens, it happens. You know, then you have to deal with it. This is why I think, you know, laser defense grid. Can't shoot a laser over a horizon. Defense only. You know, and it defends. It causes a rhetoric of how we can de-escalate war. We can put up a laser defense grid. Power clean free nuclear energy. We can now have a defense system where we can de-escalate nuclear war. Not only here, but you know, around the world. We'll give, we'll give this technology to Russia and China. You know, North Korea, Iran, Saudi Arabia, you know, you know, Israel. You know, lasers across the world to unite in peace. We finally have lasers, people. I've been waiting for it so long. Because it's the game changer. You know, just as high as you know, AI. We live in the laser world, people. We're on a golden age. And those things can be used for... Again, it's a double-edged sword. To help solve everything. Or destroy everything. You wait until we have laser aircraft carriers or uh, high-speed cruisers slash battleships. That launch off like laser drones out of them, right? You don't even need them on a ship. You just launch them onto some drone that pops up. Pew, pew, pew. Right, or even in a, even in like a, a stealth, you know, submarine. In fact, you don't even need a submarine. You just drop them in the ocean to camouflage them. You know, all year long, just, oh, let's set up 20 lasers around here to poof, it all rise up, shooting into the air. You know, is that what we want to use them for? You know, that's the thing. That, that's where the trajectory of those who use violence will want to go. You know, next they'll be in space. You'll shoot them from space. Who knows if they even have them in space right now? It would not surprise me, quite honestly. They had at least one up there. Maybe a couple more. Right? I'm going to talk about ending. I'm talk about, you know, the first strike. And this is why, you know, in, in, a peace, in, in a peaceful world, we could have lasers in space. But in a world where we're divided, lasers in space... You know, is a recipe for disaster. You know, I, I really hope, you know, the world picks the path of peace coming together. But the trajectory is we're on a path of destruction where we're all, we're, we're all divided. Now, I hate to sound alarmist, but, you know, that's the future we're heading down. You can, like, look over the horizon and technology and where the rhetoric of the people with the biggest egos in the world are taking us. You know, authoritarianism. And conservatism and not wanting to change anything and actually fix problems and do nothing but divide us, you know, and sexism, sexism is trying to take the world. The world divided instead of a world united. Now, who divides the world? Is it us or is it them? You know, ask most Russians or Chinese or Americans. You know, how, much of you, how many of you want to be at you know, war and call each other enemy? Now, I guarantee you, most people would say, 
Most of us don't want to be enemies with each other. Most of us want to get rid of nuclear bombs. Most of us want to you know, come together and shake hands and get along and travel to each other's countries, enjoy each other's food and culture, you know, in bathhouses. I'd rather go to Russia than blow it up. I'd rather go to China than you know, blow it up. You know, that's all they all, all talk about. Oh, we're going to blow each other up. Okay, if, we, if you're such enemies with them, then why'd you send all your, your money and corporations over there? Why didn't you prevent it? I, I just don't get the mentality of those in charge. You know, and this is how they get rid of all your jobs. You know, they could have put things in position with their rhetoric of law to prevent all this, but they didn't. You know, they sent, they allowed corporations to send those jobs overseas. You know, nothing against China, but it's like, on the American side, why did they do that? You know, they, they sabotage our own economy, our own middle class, our own way of life. You know, this puts us in the pressure of being more under their thumb. You know, it's, it breaks the will of humanity. You know, the will of America to stand up for your rights. Because, you know, in the world we're going in today, we have no rights. Because there's so much stress to compete and make money. Because, you know, the middle class is gone. And we're all stressed to survive now. It's getting that way. You know, at least those who don't have everything, right? You know, some people have a lot of stuff and money, but it's all good for them. But hey, next generation, you know, you're the one who should be listening to me the most. From you all the way up to the the old people, it's just one, you know, constant curve of, you know, those who probably have the less to those who have everything. You know, the old people, they have everything. They own all the money they've invested their entire lives and Roth IRAs and retirement funds and pensions and the corporations that own everything. And the banks own the corporations. The banks own the debt. The banks own you. The banks own your future. The banks hold everyone down with their rhetorics of the white man, the paperwork. So, you know, truth where your word is your law, your word is your bond, the word is your honor, and it means something. And how do you have that? Truth, people. Transparency. You know, coin verification with your phone. Again, everything sounds crazy until I say that because, you know, that's the one thing that's changed. That no one sees. That we can network our way out of this. We can self-rule. We can have, you know, a, a organic, analog-style leadership instead of this click-click, on-off, left-right every four years. And a lot of countries just all on, you know, one direction, forever and ever, instead of, you know, back and forth, between ways of, two ways of thinking of, you know, one nation. You know, like China and Taiwan and Hong Kong. You know, why can't Hong Kong, you know, be the middle ground between Taiwan and China? You know, one way of thinking and the other. You know, they both have their, they both have their, their points. You know, they both have their general validity in existence because they, they're both two different ways of doing things. You know, the centralized party and then the democratic system. You know, why can't Hong Kong be the middle ground? You know, those two agreeing in Hong Kong to each other's viewpoints and ideas and ways of doing things. You know, without all the rhetoric of, you know, the me and the corruption stuff going on. 
Everyone's sick of it in every country. China included, just as much as you know, America. Everyone's sick of it. You know, the corruption didn't see end. And if, you're part, if it's the party of the people, then I always say, you know, why isn't every single Chinese person part of the party? Right? You know, one, one Chinese person, one vote, one voice. You know, and that's the difference. You know, it's the same in America. Every country claims to rule by the will of the people. Okay, well, the people are, you know, revoking their authority that we gave to you. We're taking it back. We're under our own authority now. One person, one vote, one voice. You'll learn to work together. You'll get to know each other's cultures. In a world where, you know, borders finally, you know, come down, you can just you know, move around and get to know each other. Because if they don't come down, we can just keep marrying outside the country until they do. There's nothing they can do to stop us. And this is why women need to take the power back and change the world. You know, you're the ones that are going to do it. You know, young women. You know, and young men following them. And hopefully, every generation from then outward. I would hope every generation could see some value in you know, the youth trying to change the world. Because guess what, youth? You need to do it. If, it ain't, it ain't you, if you don't do it, no one's going to. Because it sure as heck ain't going to be you know, the older generations who, as well, have given into the system, have bought into this ideas of success that are destroying this world. You know, it's been going on for a long time. Long time. You know, have we gotten rid of nuclear bombs? Do they still hover our heads? Yeah. So, you know, that's a problem. There's a whole slew of problems that need to change. And until they do, you know, you can just wait. Siege is an answer, people. You know, it's a long, honored tradition of way of, you know, outwitting your foe. All you have to do is wait. And look how many wars America's lost because of, you know, countries and people that just wait. A whole generation will just wait. And then they'll finally... You know, take on you know, their way of thinking. You know, it might be different. It may not be so extreme. You know, but eventually, you know, their ways of doing things eventually happen. Because they wait. You know, Americans can do the same thing. I'll tell you, if, if the hippie generation had waited until the 90s or 2000s, I bet you the world would be a heck of a lot different place, people. Heck of a lot different. Heck of a heck of a lot different. You know, everyone sold into money and... And all the rolling of the 80s, right? I mean, who knew? I mean, it was part of it. But, you know, it's a, it was an incentive everyone took. Because you couldn't change the world back then. You know, we weren't networked. And that's what's changed. We're networked now. We have social influencers. Well, social influencers, when they vote, everyone vote like that social influencer. Okay, there's your organic leadership. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? Anyone can be a social influencer. The higher up they are, the more transparent their lives become. You know, heavy is the head that holds the crown. Now you can social influence people not voting the same as you do. And that's one thing, but... You know, at certain levels, you know, you become more transparent. In an algorithmic way. 
And that needs to be worked out. I'll tell you. you know, we call the president today. You'll be the most transparent person in the world. You know? And the person that is up there needs to not care what people think. They just need to be themselves. That's what they need to be. What's your job? You're being yourself. That's your job. You know, give, give your, give your uh, opinions about what you think is going on in the world and how things should change. You know, what's the direction we should go? You know, let the people know that. And if they want to vote the same as you, then hey, you know, more power to the people. Because people will naturally gravitate to good ideas. And the troll will just sink to the bottom because the world's transparent. And all the, the good ideas will rise to the top. Both on the left and the right. And we'll work, you know, endlessly to come to the middle ground as best we can. While still respecting each other's values to a certain degree. So long as it doesn't go to radicalism and extremism. You know, especially in religions. Who just want to win this argument about who's right about the afterlife and destroy the world. And we've got to have number one. We've got to figure out who it is. Why do you want to destroy the mystery? That's the whole point, people. You know, the mystery. Which is, you know, whatever you imagine can be true instead of knowing the truth. You know, knowing the truth is a heavy thing. I'll tell you that. Heavy thing. That's what I think. This is why we don't know it. But it's simple, people. Keep it simple. Just get along. You treat others like you'd want to be treated. Not by putting your rhetoric on them, but by treating each other like a decent human being. Like you look at someone and it's like, oh, that person's 100% equal, just like me. We're all individual nations. You can imagine each person as an individual nation. It's like an LLC, you know, incorporated country. Here's an idea, people. Come up with, you know, the most cheapest LLC you can come up with. It's, you know, a couple put clicks of a button online. I don't care if it's like, you know, five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. Everyone should have an LLC version of themselves. And now you can all, you know, play your legal games until... This fucking legal system changes. Because now everyone's a corporation. How do you like that, corporations? See, that's something you can do. But no one would think like that. Hey, youth of America. You know, get an LLC. You know, become an individual nation. You know, at least in the eyes of the legality of these ridiculous laws in charge today. You know? You know your rights. Demand truth and justice, not some payout. Demand people to you know, admit wrongdoing and then try to get some kind of recuperation from it, I guess. But really, I mean, lawyers are destroying this planet, so that needs to change a lot. You need to whittle down this law stuff to like you know, 20% of what we got today. It's ridiculous. If that, you know, where does your bond... You know, checkbox left and right and middle, you know, forms of government, you know, in different regions of the world and countries. You know, that solves the solution, that solves the problem, people. You can live and let live. You can live in one way, one place, and live in another way in another place. 
And as long as it's not extreme, too far left or too far right, that's fine. Live and let live. And especially on these divisive issues, like abortion and guns. You, know, you still got to have you know, women's right to choose, but that date of which you know, she gets to choose may get willed down to, let's say, a month. I think we could do a month. You know, would that be enough for the people on the right to finally give up on this argument about abortion? And let the extremists just, you know, fade away. And on the left, you know, the more liberal areas, you know, enough time to choose. You know, that should be the standard. You know, and to some people that might be, you know, two or three months. Who knows? But even that's considered, you know, very early by today's standards. Is that good enough? Right? You know, how many people on the right would be that that's good enough? I think a lot of hands would be going up. Come on, let's raise those hands. You know, don't just keep sitting on that bandwagon. Let's raise those hands. Okay, well, if enough people are okay with that, then, hey, we can finally bury the hatchet without moving the goalpost on this issue with technologically driven capability of knowing when you're pregnant. And when that time is picked, when you're notified, and that time is picked, it's like a countdown. And at some point, you know, it becomes becoming your body to being another person. There you go. There's the countdown. You know, decide within that time. You know, now that everyone's okay with it, and it's accepted, and the extremists need to go away about, you know, complaining about it all the time. Now everyone has access to the ability to plan whether or not you want to have a child. The ability to get your tubes tied or get a vasectomy. You know, of sexually mature age. Yeah. You know, even fathers don't have rights over their daughter's sexuality. I'm sorry. You know, I'm just going to say it. You know, you have rights to your own body, period. Just like a man, a boy, has a right to their own body, period. Now, how would you like it if, you know, women snipped, snipped your balls when you, when, you know, for some reason, all the time, men? You wouldn't like it. You know, and women don't like being pressured to say, hey, this is what you got to do with your body. You know, women can do whatever she wants with her body, whatever she wants. It's her body. You know, just like it's your body. You know, but it's a very divisive issue, I know. You know, because even thinking about this 100 years ago, or even talking about women in any sort of way is considered, oh, you know, ears bleeding, mind exploding kind of stuff. Just the way, you know, you think and can understand and talk about this stuff, you know, it goes against, you know, the dogma of division and hatred and trying to control women. And that's what they want to change. They want you to go back to that dogma. You know, it's coming, people. Hey, women, your, your ability to you know, quasi seem be, be equal to men, it's on very shaky ground. It's only been one zero zero years. Not one zero 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 zero. You know, I'll be comfortable when you hit that extra zero, quite honestly. You know, maybe even 500, right? 500 is a good round number. 
300. But yeah, be wary. You know, men have certain kinds of minds, and you know, who knows in the future, still, where they go. I hearken back to a time when it was so great, when men ruled. You know, it's a messed up situation that you know, men rule as completely as they do, because this is why we have the world today. You think we'd have the world today of nuclear bombs if women are in charge, men? Heck no. You think we'd have two world wars and all these proxy wars if women were in charge, men? Heck no. You think we'd have all this poverty and complete disparities between wealth? Yeah, I don't think so. Because women care about each other. Women, you know, women see things a different way. You know, they have a thing called empathy in their hearts. That men just don't have. You know, that's just that's just our general makeup. You know, men think and feel one way, women think and feel another. You know, that's the thing. You gotta tune into your your inner opposite, men. And you gotta tune into your inner opposite, women. You you kinda kinda know what it's like to be in power now. Guess what? That's how men feel. Quite honestly. You know, now you know what it's like to be a man. You know, be empowered. Own it. You know, take it to the next level where you are empowered. Make yourself in charge. You know, support each other. You know, make it happen. You're leaders. You're the ones who are going to lead us from here to there. Without you, it ain't going to happen. You know, it's all on you, women, to lead us into the next age. Especially the youth. You know, and, and the people in between need to be that link at that. You know, youth doesn't have the the, the, the far sight of time. You know, of seeing you know, 20, 30 years go by and be like, hey, wow, check out the system we live in. You know, wow, look at this world. You, know, you don't perceive history like that because you're 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 young. It's hard to perceive history until you've lived, you know, thirty or forty years. It's just it's just a matter of you know, watching world events go by long enough to to see the patterns of the world we live in. And, but hopefully, you know, someone could, could put together like, you know, the history of the world just from a different perspective. Like, hey, you know, this is what's been going on for a long time. You know, do you want to continue going down this path? Because, you know, kicking the can down the road's been going on for a long time in America. A long time. You know, they just stand there like, no, we will not change anything. You know, no, we won't do anything about you know, fixing global climate change. We've been complaining about this for since before the 80s, people. A long time ago. Because we knew it was on the horizon. We believed the science. And the scientists and people in charge were the reasonable people. And they're like, hey, yeah, this needs to get done. You know, but then they're like, nope. We're going to let two oil men into president. Two oil men. You know, brought there by an actor, one of the most famous actors in the country at the time, most beloved actor. Yeah. You know, that was their end guy. You think those two yahoos could have got elected without him? Hell no. You know, how do you get those two yahoos elected? Make him vice president. But hey, you know, that's history. You know, electing two oil men in, in, in charge. You know, good job, America. You know, especially since your nepotism. 
Your nepotism is authoritarianism, people. I can't believe you'd vote for anyone who's related to someone. Period. And their names were exactly the same. It's like, ugh. As much as I wanted to empower a woman in charge, you know, Clinton's nepotism 2.0. You know? Sorry. Gotta call it for what it is. Don't like it. You know, it stinks of authoritarianism when you have nepotism. It's the same reason Kim Jong-un you know, rules in North Korea. Nepotism. Bad. Alright, so let's just get rid of that. You know, you know, to the backs. See, that right there, kids? Most people don't even think that. It takes an entire lifetime to, to see history. And be like, why has America become nepotistic? I mean, I mean, it's a fact. I mean, he, you know, father, son, period. Husband, wife, period. Two times. You know, what's next? You know, they're already talking nepotism with Trump's kids. It's a fact. You know, some people even mentioned Michelle Obama. You know, people are so divided that they want to win no matter what, so they try to pick the one person they know, they think they know, can win because they stand on the shoulders of someone before them. Yeah, that's nepotism. You know, it's here in America today. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the cracks in the foundations of democracy we have today. And this is why I think the power, people should just take the power back because, you know, I'm sick and tired of someone appointing a king for me. You know, we, we get appointed a king, people. We're given two choices. You no, know, this is king one or king two. And you know, we'll let you think that you're actually in charge of picking them, but in the end, we're going to appoint one for you. And you'll like it. You know, even if it's not the one you want it. Right? How, how can that even stand? How come the courts haven't struck that down yet? Come on, Supreme Court. Are you that freaking partisanized? You can't see the wrong in that. I mean, come on. But the founding fathers around today, they had cell phones and you know, networked AI. They sure as heck would have given the power to people directly. Guarantee you. You know, they knew over time you know, old England would make its way back here. You know, I almost think that's why they put it there. So they'll show that you know, those with money and power rule again today. And hoping maybe we'd see it. And hoping, just hoping maybe you know, there was some way for humanity to you know, be inventive enough to be able to have a society that the will of the people is direct. And they would stand up against that. They would stand up against you know, the appointment of a king by the rich and the powerful and the righteous, just like old England. You know, all backed by the most powerful military ever made, ever. You know, right here in the USA. They own violence. They spend as much money on you know, violence as the next ten countries combined. Every single year. Decades and decades and decades. You know what that violence does? It gets shipped overseas. F-35s, we'll build them for other countries. Yeah. You know, talk about creating a mirror effect of 
If you put violence out there, it's going to reflect back upon you. You know how much war do you think would be going on today if it wasn't for America continuing it and aggressing ever since the end of World War II? You know, two, two big old arm pumps, you know, you know, blasted right on Japan to show, hey, America's number one, watch out. I mean, that's messed up. That's how I always viewed it. You know, they could have sieged Japan for the next five years and eventually, you know, they would have waved their little white flags. That's what I always thought. Like, hey, maybe the Americans aren't going to kill us. You know, they keep sending us food supplies. You know, but that was a different America, right? I don't know. I think our leadership could have done better. You know, but it's that kind of mindset that's throughout society, especially with these sort of Democles hanging over our heads, that forced the will of those in charge upon us and, and we have this neurosis to believe everything they say. Because we're afraid they could blow us all up. I mean, let's just be honest. Because you know, they got each of their population scared that the other guy across the sea will do it. And each group of their population believes in their own leader. You know, to a certain extent. I mean, these days, I mean, I don't think anyone believes in their leaders anymore. You know, Russia, China, or America. Quite honestly. And if that's the truth, people, if, you, if no one believes in their leaders anymore, you know, why don't you just work with each other? You network humanity directly. You have you know, the will of the people. Be known. Will the people be heard? Will the people be transparent? You know, and and coin cryptocurrency verified. You'll build the future, people. I'm telling you what it's like. Now, these are things I envisioned, and now I don't know why it's not here today, other than those in charge want to keep it from happening. They just can't wait. They're just salivating for the day you all push that button and accept their control of your data and your AI. They just lord over you electronically, because everything will be electronic one day. You won't be able to get away from it. You know that's the future. As much as these things can. You know, save you, they can just as much control you. Just like cryptocurrency. Like I said, it can be used as the greatest thing. Or they can make all the money, all the fiat money, cryptocurrency. Bye-bye freedom. Good luck getting out of that. They'll be able to watch everything you do. You know, watch out. You know, there's two forms of cryptocurrency. The type that free us and the type that enslave us. You know, why do we make cryptocurrency in the first place? In a lot of ways, to get away from the banks controlling us. So, you know, don't use cryptocurrencies, you know, printed by banks. I mean, come on, people. Come on. Don't use cryptocurrencies printed by governments. Come on, people. Come on. You know, it's just like the internet. What was the internet for? What are cell phones for? What's cryptocurrency for? It was it all there to rule and make money off of us? And enslave us? Get us to play around on it like a plaything? Or is it there to free us and network us and be used as a tool to make a brighter, better tomorrow? You know, and that's the difference, people. How you use these things makes all the difference. All the difference. It's along, with, along with all these other things I've said about you know, changing your mind and throwing the money on the ground. It's all the difference.
And there's a new way of doing people, and I'm telling you what it is. You just imagine the future where all these things could be going on. And it has a synergistic effect of solving most, if not all, of these problems that have been vexing humanity for a very long time. Very long time. You know, and this is just one person's opinion. There's so many people who think like I do out there, you know, it'll bog in your mind. The things I read about, you know, people think online, it's like, man, why aren't we doing this? Why, why isn't the world changing? But no one takes them seriously. No one you know, takes the people who have great ideas seriously. All they listen to is the rhetoric of the media that's been fractured and is completely corrupt. The money behind all the media. The politics. The money behind all the politics. The religion. All the money behind the religion. All they listen to is, in the end, the money. All you listen to is, you know, to wake up in the morning, go to work, is the money. It's the one thing that solves everything else. It's the biggest drug there is. Because it literally buys everything else in your life, including drugs. You know, money is, you know, the will of the people right now. You know, money is what pushes all these systems to have all this control over us. This is why, you know, since it's the lifeblood of, you know, the control system that's created this world, and it's created a mountain of debt for you and your children, and guess what young people you're ever going to get any of it? You know, all it does is allow those who are old to make life easy for themselves towards the end at the expense of the youth. You know, they're never going to give that up, young people. They're just going to hold on to the end. You know, they want that security. And I get it. You know, they should have some security, right? But it doesn't work. You know, bring the power back to the youth. You want security, old people? Hey, ask the youth for your help. Hey, youth. You know, I'm old. You know, come do, come home my longer. You know, do my dishes for me or clean my house. You know, do these things for me. Right? And in return, you got old people? Give up on this, this idea that the system you've helped created, you know, is a good system. Because it's not. The system you've helped create is so wrong in so many ways. So many ways. You know, I couldn't believe, begin to even go through the list. It would take so long. You know, here's one. Hypersonic missiles controlled by AI. They can blow up the world, you know, under the, under the thumb of the most egotistical people ever to exist. You know, wow. This is the world you allowed to be created. You know, environment. I mean, there you go. There's another one. I mean, it's just, come on, people. How can you justify, you know, all your wealth and luxury when the world's ending? I mean, how do people not realize and feel that the world's ending? Especially when you have, you know, someone who, you know, proclaims himself as a grim reaper on the highest levels of our, our most powerful country in the world. That's not a joke. You know, that symbolic, symbolically, to me, makes him the Grim Reaper. And we're talking about the most powerful country in the world, and it's the most fucked up time ever, right? Everyone says the end is near, and this guy's calling himself the Grim Reaper. Well, there you go, people. End of times, you know, Mitch McConnell. You know, thank you for the single, Mr. Grim Reaper. What are you going to do? Are you going to 
evade you know this rhetoric of decision that's that are you know pulling apart America and the world? Or are you gonna change yourselves and be the leadership that you need to be to make the world a better place? By being an example of showing the world how you know people coming together can get shit done. Just like in the Great You know, depression, just like in World War II, you know, just like, I don't know, every time we try to, you know, make the world a better place to a certain extent with our, you know, amazing ideas for invention. But yeah, there's a lot of good things about America. It's our, it's our ability to come together and work together and use good ideas and be pragmatic about decision making and Put the best ideas together to work for the benefit of everyone, including yourself. I mean, that's what America does good. And everyone just wants to put their kids' brains in a box. Here you go, kid. You know, it's got, let's fill it all with all this crap. No, you should be teaching them how to work together, get along, teamwork. You know, deductive reasoning. You listen to both sides. Coming up with an idea in their head that doesn't come out of a book. You know, if they don't want to learn something, hey, you know, teach them how to learn. Show them what it's like to open up a book as if you're going to college. This is how you do it, kids. And we're just going to go straight to college. This is it. You, know, you want to learn, you just got to open up a book, take some tests, you know, do some online courses. Boom. You don't have to put every kid's brain in a box. Give them the freedom to learn and do whatever they want. Nothing wrong with that. You want to be an engineer? Do engineer stuff for the next, you know, while you're 15. If you want to be, you know, someone who fixes drones and flies drones around, do that. Why not? You know, not everyone needs to go to college. Because guess what? There's not, just not enough jobs for them. You've got so many people with degrees nowadays, you can't even find a job. Because everyone's competing to be better than everyone else. You know, as much as I love college, and I, I think you should be educated, you know, it's done for all the wrong reasons. And it's done in a way that, you know, with the system today, with where the way the money is, it just puts everyone at odds with each other. Now, in the future where, you know, the money isn't the problem, then, hey, the more you're prepared and, you know, for the, the jobs in the future, the better. You know, the more you'll be desirable for, you know, when we do need people to build space drones, you'll be ready. We do need people to create a 3 d printed world that replaces this ridiculous, unsustainable one, we'll be ready. You'll make the machines that make the machines that make the future. You'll make the machines the ultimate tool. But the machines need to be there for everyone. Everyone. In an efficient, sustainable manner. With physical trickle-down economics. Worldwide free energy. Worldwide Free information and access to knowledge and thought through the internet that's connected by satellites. You know, one person, one vote, one voice. How do you do that? Everyone's got to have a, a high-tech phone. You know, that's the one thing that you know, we should make really high-tech. and You make it so it's able to do everything for everyone. Because that's your vote right there, people. That's your, that's your access to the network of humanity, the network that's going to change this world, that's going to save the planet, who's going to prevent nuclear war, who's going to create, you know, 
a reasonable amount of disparity between the wealth and the poor, which should you know maybe be between one and sixteen. You know, the more you bring that disparity down between the wealth and the poor, the stronger and stronger the middle class becomes. Now, when was America great? Supposedly, you know, when we have a wealth disparity of twenty to one. Back then, those with all the money didn't run everything. What? What? Who runs everything now? The money. You know, when you get down to it, because we all do anything for money. You all dance around when they roll money down that mountain and make it a little bigger along the way. Well, stop waiting for that money to come rolling down that mountain, people. You're transparent now. You've built the system. Help each other out. Pull each other's bootstraps up. You'll make a better day for everyone. And guess what? Everyone will work and achieve, try to achieve your top ten list. And make a better day for you as well. You know, now you're transparent. You know, you'll see the balance when you're dealing with someone. Whether or not they're trying to game the system. You know, you'll get rid of the bad actors and the trolls. That's where technology brings you. That's where transparency brings you. That's where, you know, data encryption and you know, data that's your own, 100%, with coin verification systems can bring you. You know, one person, one vote, one voice. You know, knowing what's going on in the world. For everyone, you know, the truth of what's going on. You know, you can have your slightly left or slightly right, you know, understandings of it, but in the end, people need to, you know, strive for the middle ground. You know, we don't have to be like that right now, but we can be slightly left or slightly right leaning. But there can't be all this complexity that you know no one can figure it out. You can hardly understand your own country's laws, no less hundreds of countries. If we get rid of nationalism, you know one set of laws. You want to be more left, you want to be more right. That's fine. You know, you can be that. Countries that don't want to participate, sure, do what you want to do. You don't have to participate. But you, you're on your side, and you know you, we're on our side. Either in or you're out. There is no middle ground. If you want to live in your little dictatorships of you know, top-down hierarchical control and your fiat currency, you create out thin air, which means nothing. Then you go ahead, deal with other countries that do the same. You know, in this you know world we have today, which I think is a dinosaur, because it's an outdated system. We need a world of tomorrow. You know, that's efficient, that's sustainable, that works for everyone. In a world where we're going to have robots and AI replacing every job. Well, if it doesn't really work for everyone, then you know, why would we go to robots and AI replacing every job? I'm fine with robots and AI replacing every job. Because guess what? I don't like to work. But it should be the, for the benefit of the people. It should be that you know, people have enough to survive. Like me. Like I don't try to have everything. I make just enough to survive as best I can. If everyone did that, well, guess what? Now we can actually float all boats at the same rate. We can float them so far and so fast, we'll reach out to the stars, people. That's what you don't seem to get. You know, the new way seems inefficient, and yeah, it is at first, because it's a different system. But over time, once you go to the 1980s, you know, before you know it, it'll be 2000 again. In like five years, it'll be 2020. In 10 years, it'll be 2030, 2040, 2050. In another 10 years, 
you know, it'll exponentially increase in speed because it's so much more efficient. Especially when you uncap human thought with getting rid of copyright and patents. It's ridiculous. Those things have been so impinged upon, so you know, twisted from its original intent, I call them illegitimate. 75 years? Come on, people. It's ridiculous. I'm just waiting for Mickey to get another extension. You know, will Mickey Mouse ever become public domain? Question mark, question mark, question mark. You know, Mickey's just whistle along. Will I be public domain or will I be owned by the man? Right? You know, human thought and creativity, you know, it's enslaved just like Mickey Mouse. It'll always be owned by Disney under the ways we have it today. You know, free human thought, free human imagination. Imagine the you know, different types of Star Wars, you know, trilogies we could have with, you know, computer-aided, you know, movie-making, you know, made by the masses in the future if we finally got rid of this, you know, copyright and patent law. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, still have the, you still have to have information on the originators, right? They should still get credit, like trademark, right? Hey, I'm trademarked on this. There's my little stamp. You know, there's my transparency. And that trademark just keeps getting passed on and on. It's, you know, as long as it's part of that idea system. You know, when you show and you put out to society and you keep getting a little piece of it. And now everyone can be an inventor. Everyone can put, put their idea out there. Because you trademark it, you put it in a public domain and boom. You know, it's transparent. It's been recorded. You know, there's a record. You know, every idea gets put out there, too. I've had dozens of ideas. You know how many I tried to put out there? One. And the one time I tried, it was like a little test run. I didn't want to put my good one out there. I was like, I'm going to do a test run on this. The one time I tried it, you know, the company that did it for me, you know, they were corrupt. I got a letter in the mail. Oh, you know, they were found guilty of, you know, selling ideas. It was ridiculous. And they didn't even do it right. Give them all that money. They still screwed me. Even though it was clear what I was asking them to do. Yeah, but in the world where you get rid of copyrights and patent ideas, uh, laws, man, talk about you know, freeing the human mind. Finally. You know, getting every idea out there. Finally. Bringing all the best ideas together. Finally. You know, Getting people to have great ideas that are like above and beyond. And having top secret stamped upon it. Finally, you're know, actually coming out into public domain. Hey, every, every one of you guys with top secret ideas, you know, let them out. If they don't want to release, you know, what we know, you know, what government has confiscated in human knowledge and, you know, placed in their high-tech toys, they don't want us to know that, well, hey, you know, regardless of what you sign, if everyone did it, what are they going to do? Quite frankly, you know, we need way more whistleblowers about what our government's been doing. Way more. There's so many people on the inside for the last you know, decades and decades and decades. What are you waiting on? You want to change the world. I mean, if you're if you're near if you're nearing towards the end of the end of retirement, I don't know why you wouldn't speak out. I know I would. You know, because the world needs to know. America needs to know. You know, the citizenship that, you know, should have rights to that ideas, you know, because 
humanity has its rights to its own ideas and thoughts and you know feelings. You know, but it's not. It's it's held under the, the rule of thumb and law of those who have all the money. They're the ones who made the laws, people. Of course they're going to say, oh, you know, it's true. Because it's all in their benefit. Like I said, we need, to, we need to go back to 1980. Just repeal every law back to 1980 and let's start over. You know, let's bring up every one of these and come to left, right, and middle ground on each one of them. You know, cut out all the bullshit. All the... Wah, wah, wah. Okay? I'm tired of it. You know, I don't care what your reasons are. You know, we need a review of everything. Because it's gotten out of hand. It is so out of hand, it's mind-numbing. Your ignorance of law is no excuse. Uh, excuse me. They make so much new law every single year. You could be a, a law professor, and you still couldn't keep up with it. And you're trying to say, ignorance of law is no excuse? It's ridiculous. Your jibber-jabber on paper makes no sense anymore. No sense. It's illegible by most people, even legal scholars. They'll have to like reference tons of things just to figure out half of what's going on in there. Outside their expertise, right? They all have their expertise. Yeah, there's, It's ridiculous. It's gotten out of hand. And to me, it's illegitimate because the only people that it's made for, the only people who are able to actually get justice and utilize all that law are the rich. That's it. You're the entitled, the companies, the banks, the industrial complexes, the government. You know, most people, we don't get justice. We all just roll over because they bend our will with these ridiculous amounts of charges for one action in one day. No more plea deals. You want to stand up against the man. Here's an idea. No more plea deals. You'll get your judge by trial by judge. Get your public defender. You'll record that your public defender made a mockery of the trial and gave you no defense. You didn't get no O.J. Simpson. Where was my juice? You know, ask him that. And then you get a trial by jury. You know, do it twice. Make them pay twice. And then that jury, you need to demand there's no real people who are like me in that jury. Now this jury selection, you know, get like a, a group of 10 or a group of 100 or a couple hundred, and it's just by lottery. You don't even ask many questions anymore. I'm tired of this shit. They jury shop so bad, it's mind-blowing. I can't even believe this is legal. The way they shop juries, man, aggravates me to no, to no end. The, the, the stacking of you know, my way or the highway mentality in the court system when you try to get people who are going to vote a certain way to do what you want them to do just so you can win just so you can throw everyone in jail for the prison industrial complex for the legal industrial complex just so you can make all the laws you want you know, bent to your favor no, no more you got to have a jury just a lotto you know, number 66, number 23, number 5, number 99, number 281. You're up. Good luck. Have fun in that jury, guys. For girls or, you know, minorities, gay people, you know, people who aren't. You know, it's just your little perfect 
you know, mind-controlled robot that the system pumps out every year. You know, that's what they want. Well, they want that perfect mind-controlled robot to be the juror. You know, little sheep they can manipulate. You know, question the laws. When you go in there and you're a juror, you have the right to question you know, the validity of that law. And they may say you don't, but quite honestly, you do. And there's nothing they can do to stop you from doing that. You know, and they can just waste your time. You can waste their time. You can wait, you know, two, three, four, five, eight months until they finally suspend the jury. This is what they do. They try to pressure you to give up uh, your right to question the law. Well, if they're going to waste your time, you can waste their time. You can waste their money even more so. You know, more power to you and good job. You know, that's fine. You know, then they can have another jury and another and another that continues to question these laws because now they can't jury shop. This is why you need to, to demand, you know, they can't jury shop anymore because jury shopping is not your peers. It's supposed to be, right? It says right there, a jury of your peers. P-E-E-R-S. Those are not your peers at the jury shop. Sorry. Got to call it for what it is because it's true. A lotto is more your peers than anything else. And quite frankly, that lotto should be your representational of the public. Half male, half female. You know, you know, percentage of whites you know, that are the population. Percentage of the blacks that are the population. Percentage of foreigners that are part of the population. Percentage of this religion or that that are part of the population. You know, it should be an equal representation of the population. Oh, those are your peers. And now you get a random selection. Oh, congratulations, you finally achieved a jury of your peers as being true when you do that. You know, more so than we have today. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And what are they going to do when everyone demands a fair trial? Not once, but twice. What are they going to do when they throw every young child in jail because they're standing up for their rights. And they're, they're willing to go through the court system and prove that their public defender didn't do their job. And when they're in jail, they can come out and complain about what it was really like in there. How you had no safety while you were in there. Hey, you want to change you know, the prison system, that's what you're going to have to do. It may suck, but you know, maybe those people in there will respect you for coming in and trying to change the shitty situation which they're exposed to day in and day out, year after year. Because that's who you're standing up for. You know, not only them, because they're your fellow citizens, by the way, the most disenfranchised ones, but not only, not only for them, but so that we can have a prison system that's functional and reasonable and isn't cruel and unusual punishment, so people won't be afraid to go to it for standing up for their rights. What, what, what people stand up for their rights when they know they can go to prison and be tra treated inhumanely? No one. You know, you know, what people will stand up for their rights when they know if they do go to prison, you know, they'll go to protesters' prison because everyone's put in population of people that do the same crime as you. If you're a protester, well, you go to the protesters' prison. If you're a murderer, you go to murder prison. If, you go to, if you're a rapist, you go hang out with the rapist prisons. If you're in gangs, you go to the, you know, the gang prison complex where you know, gangs try to get along. You know, each one of them, 
You figure out ways to deal with the problems. You try to rehabilitate them like Norway would do. That's what a humane society does. Not throw them in warehouses on top of each other like rats in a cage. Expect them to get along. And then no security. No nothing. And it's just like, wow, cool and unusual punishment. There it is. You know, talk about it, mind torture. You know, and inhumanely being treated. No matter what, no matter what you've done, you should never be forced to be treated like that. And they turn their, they turn our own people against us. They take the worst people who are in those prisons and let them run free and run amok. And really, they should be getting rehabilitated. They're working through their issues. You know, anger management classes, that kind of stuff. You know, treat you like human beings while they're there, finally, for once in their lives. You know, they weren't treated like human beings out in the streets, that's for sure. You know, the whole point of prison is to rehabilitate people, not to torture them, not to punish them. You know, you're taking away their time, you know, their life. That's punishment enough. You know, but people are like, no we got to put them in with rapists and murderers who, you know, just take them out and, you know, who knows what happened. You know, Epstein, we don't even know. You know, there's been like 20 cameras on that guy. Nothing. You know, who knows what happened. For all we know, you know, the system could have just suicide, could have just killed him and made it look like a suicide. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. You know, not, not in the world we live in. Like, oh, he should have been under, he should have been in a padded room with cameras on him. Well, why wasn't he? Oh, it was some mistake, you know, slap on the wrist. No, that guy should be going to jail for like, who, you know, all the people in the line of chain of command who allowed that to happen should all be going, looking at like going to jail for 15, 20 years. You know, to, to try to get one of them, you know, to give up what really went on and have some accountability for their actions. That's the thing. Those in, those people in charge have no accountability for their actions. None. 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 You know, that, that's why the authority sucks so bad. There's no accountability for their actions. This is why it needs to be the will of people. It's unfortunate, but, you know, that's the world we live in. And you would think people would be good enough to use their positions of authority... You know, effectively, humanely, and for the benefit of you know, what they're actually supposed to be doing there. They're you know, doing their job, but they don't. Because they can get away with it. Because they can get away with figuring out some way of making more money for themselves. And you see, there's the whole problem again. You know, it comes down to money. You know, if the rich weren't so rich, and the poor weren't so poor, and the debts weren't so big, and the world was... You're not insane with wealth disparity. You know, like it was before Reaganomics. You know, maybe there'd be enough money for all this stuff. But it isn't. It's not like that. And it never will be in a world where those in power value nothing except having more power and more money for themselves. It always blows my mind that no matter how much money and power people like that have, it's never enough. Never enough. You could throw a billion at them and they'd be like, ugh, more. Gotta have more. 
billion, you're not happy with a billion dollars. Nope. You're not happy with being president. Nope. Like, come on. What's going to make you happy? I just don't get it. Ruler of the world? I mean, really, that's the only other thing that's higher, right? They're not happy, right? What's, what's the only thing higher, higher than what they've got now? Oh, owning everything. Controlling the world. Th this is what's in the back of the mind of these men in charge. They're the biggest egos ever. They want to eventually compete so much that they'll just like start owning the world. Because that, really, that's the only other place you go when you have hypersonic missiles controlled by AI with nuclear bombs on them. They could be launched from anywhere in the world at any time. You know, if it ain't with that, you know, it's with money they're trying to control everything. And the media. And, and controlling their own media, hating other people. You know, making people think in their country that everyone else over there across the sea hates them. You know, they do it in every country, people. You know what we should be looking at? You know, A, everyone should be tuning into the media from another country. You know, getting a translation of exact things they say. You know, why don't Americans know what Russians and Chinese people think? You know, how can we don't see that every single day? You know, same thing with Russia. You know, what's American China think? Same thing with China. You know, what do Americans and Russians think? You know, what's their media saying about you? You know, why aren't you hearing the other side's story? You know, and when you hear their story, and then, you're, then your media would be like, and your people would be like, well, what the heck? Why are you saying that about us? You know, we don't think like that. We don't act like that. We don't want war with you. You know, well, our leadership's saying that you do. And you see that this is where this miscommunication is going on. The people aren't knowing what the people think. And I guarantee you, if the people knew what the people were thinking, and we started discussing it, we'd be like, you know what? It's not really us who are just creating all these problems. It's those on the top that are creating all these problems. The 1%. You know, the 0.0001%. I mean, come on, people. Who do you think starts all these wars? You know, they're the ones who... You know, start pushing all the rhetoric in the news and the media. I can already hear the, the winds of war about Iran. I've been hearing it for, you know, the last couple of years. Just a matter of time, people. Tick tock, tick tock. You know, what are you going to do then? What happens when a nuclear bomb goes off in the Middle East? Then what? You know what? It may not even be Iranian. Could be anyone. Literally anyone. Literally in all the countries of the world. Anyone. We don't know. You know. But I wouldn't be surprised. Not in the least. Because what does that create? It creates a, a, a influx upon the world. A pressure to say, hey, now we got this. Now we can implement that. You know, Patriot Act 2.0. Those unpatriot, patriotic, you know, law that's ever been passed, ever. You know, that's what the Patriot Act is. You know, the death of freedom. It's like stabbing freedom in the heart. That's what the Patriot Act is. You know, and they'll do it again. You know, talk about a way to impose their will, full and complete, to force you to push accept. Yeah. I'm not saying that could happen, but I'm saying it could.
if I if I were to put a, a probability on that, right? I'm all about probabilities of like, I think anything's possible, right? Anything. And in my mind, when I say that, I put a probability on it. You know, because I went to college, I know stats, I know math. You know, what's the likelihood that we're going to go to war with Iran? You know, I'm putting it pretty high. If you look at the patterns, you know, the Iraqi war, same, it's following the same gameplay people. Yeah, I put it in the, in the, in the 90 percentile at least. You know, maybe higher. You know, where are the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Didn't exist. You know, the rhetoric for why we even started to go to the war there was false. You know, what Saddam was saying, he was our dictator in the Middle East, people. Just FYI kids, look that up. You know, and here we are again. You know, show me proof that Iran did it. Show me proof. You know, because a country that has spy satellites everywhere, like, you know, bases around the world, everywhere, hundreds of them, you know, I find it hard to believe they don't have any actual real proof, you know, video, or some sensor, some electronic data pointing to, yep, that's what happened. You know, something that can't be faked. And I caution Iran to just, you know, take the higher moral ground, the moral high ground. You know, just once in your lives. You know, don't play their game of, you know, you're competing and pushing and shoving. Because that's what, that's what they do. They want you to push back. That's, that's the whole point. You know, show you're the better guy. Be like, hey, we're still following the sanctions. You know, we're not, we got cameras everywhere showing, we're, we're being transparent, showing we're not attacking anyone. Because guess what? If, if America comes there and starts attacking, I mean, they own violence, people. I mean, you do not want to do Iraq 2.0 in Iran. Please, please don't. It's not in your best interest. You know, that's the future we have. Well, what's the likelihood of that? Pretty high. What's the likelihood some bomb might go off? I don't know. I'd give at least 50-50. What we have today, especially with all that plutonium that went missing, and uranium, you know, back when the Cold War came down, psh, who knows how much you know, bomb-making material was actually made in the last 30 years illegally. I mean, who knows? Like it was a 50-50 chance. And if that ever did happen, what do you think would happen after that? Patriot Act 2.0. Guarantee you. you know, anytime there's a situation, the control system you know, uses it to your advantage to subvert freedom, liberty, and justice in the country. To put more people under their thumb. To push the rhetoric of fear and hate. Like, oh, we need hypersonic missiles. Uh, no, that's not the solution, people. That's the problem. You know, how long are you going to posture? Either we're going to have a war and get this over with, or this posturing is going to create a situation where we're just going to blow each other up. And which is it? You, you got these you know, drone spaceships, probably, who knows, hundreds if not thousands of them, you know, ready to cross the globe in a moment's notice. You know, what are you going to do with that? You know, when are you going to utilize that for one, one thing or another? I don't get it. I'm not saying they should, but 
man, you know, sue for peace already, please. You know, show your cards, but hey, look, you know, we do have these drones. We could, you know, do those things, but we don't. You know, I think that would be, you know, at least forthright and honest. You know, don't be afraid of America because we have high-tech weapons, please. You know, they didn't use them. You know, who knows what they're going to use them for? I don't know. But in the future where Americans are in control of them, you know, the people, you know, we definitely wouldn't use them. Because most people in America, I'm not saying everyone because there's a lot out there, most people in America are reasonable. You know, a lot of people aren't. You know, and that's a problem too. But I hope, you know, over time, more people would become reasonable. More people would get along. More thing, people would try to you know, try to walk across that aisle and shake hands instead of, you know, showing their fist. You know, is it wrong to come middle ground? You know, that's, that's what they would say. You know, in extremist groups on both sides, especially on the right. But I don't think it's, it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong for women to have rights and have absolute 100% equality to men. Not at all. They're one half of the Human experience, people. You know, just as much as all that rhetoric of, you know, those who control us and their wars and their their money and their guns and their nukes needs to go away. More importantly, women need to take charge. It's the first domino to fall. It's, you know, women standing up. Young women. You know, the youth. I'm talking, you know, kids. Just stop going to school. What are you going to do? Rest you all? You know, why are you going to school for? Prepare for jobs that don't exist? I mean, solve these problems. Demand it. And, and until these problems get fixed, you're just going to be camping out all around the country. You know, packing on up, leaving mom and dad. You know, going to grandma's place. I don't know. You know, be, be safe about it, right? Don't go crazy, but, you know, you need to stand up, kids. You know, network and make change happen. Go out and plant some trees. Hey, parents. Let your kids go out and, you know, experience life. You know, without your helicopter, you know, control mom, you know, watching over them and breaking down every barrier and, you know, being the surveillance parent going on. Everyone's becoming a surveillance parent now. You know, let them go out and fail. You know, when you fail, you learn. And when you learn, you become better for it. I failed so many times, people. Blows my mind. Blows my mind how many times I fail at things. You know, but that's how you learn. You just want everyone to go to school and go to college and, you know, prepare, prepare, don't fail a single time, pass every test, you know, get that money, be successful, just keep going up, 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 up. And I get it because you don't want them to fail in this miserable world. But instead of doing what you're saying, and if they focus on changing the world, well, guess what? You know, there wouldn't be a world to fall into that's fucked up because the world would be fixed because they would, they would lead us to the new world. You've got to give them you know, the ability to take that risk to succeed for humanity, finally. And something you couldn't do. You know, they can actually achieve it now because the one thing that's changed is the technology, the networking. You know, and the way people get along and know each other. You know, most people in the world are very similar nowadays. You go online, you watch them, it's like, yeah, young people, you know, you're more alike than different all around the world. And yet, for some reason, the old people still want to 
force you to hate each other and be different. And I say, hey, don't listen to them. They're wrong about probably 80 or 90% of everything. You know, strive for a better day. Look for a better way. And if you have to marry someone from another country to do it, and that's what you have to do. You know, I know it sounds extreme, but hey, young kids, young people, you don't have to marry for love. They can't prove you love them or not. You go there, you're married, you hang out, see if you like them. You know, don't do the sex thing, right? It'd be kind of weird. But you know, if you like them, then hey, you'll more power to you. If you don't, you get to know people around that country, you know, while you're there. And then you marry someone else. So you have your get-to-the-country marriage, and then once you're there, marry someone else. If you find that that person is compatible with you. You know, they can't prove. You know, it's on the burden of the state to prove whether or not you love that person. And since they're trying to, you know, question you and, you know, self, what's the word, self-incriminate, you have the right to remain silent. You know, that's my opinion on it. It's on the burden of proof for them to prove it. And you don't have to say anything because you have the right to remain silent because every word you say, they're trying to build a case against you. And that's a fact. And that's why you have a right to remain silent. Period. And since you're innocent before proving guilty, they need to make a case that you did it without that you marry someone without loving them, without you self-incriminating yourself. And it's hard for them to do that. This is why they force you to self-incriminate. But I say you don't have to. And if everyone did that, well, then they had to change the laws because everyone's standing up for it. It's on the burden of proof for them to prove it. You know, and that's part of it. You have, to, you have to take the extra step because otherwise they'll be like, well, you didn't follow our rules and blah, blah, blah. And if you try... You try to follow the rules and you're given support and credence to the fact that the rules make any fucking sense or are valid. They're not. They're not. Their rules are bullshit. They made them up. It's just another control system. You can change the rules because, guess what? You're the people. And if enough of you demanded it, it would happen. That's the thing. People power, gotta stand together. You know, flint, you know flex your, your, your arm. You know, flex your muscle. Exercise your rights. Exercise your power. You know, even if that means going to jail and you know standing up for your right in courts too. You know, not once but twice. You know, see how it's all like kind of builds up. You know, you, you do all these things at once. It's like, hey, like I said, there's nothing they can do to stop you. You just have to live your life a slightly different way. But you have to make the decision to do it. I mean, how many people are willing to, you know, be nomadic and live in a tent for the next couple of years? Raise your hand. You know, not too many people would do that. But, you know, what about getting sponsored and living in someone's extra room or their attic or their garage? You know, how many hands would go up then? Quite a few more. You know, for free. You know, it doesn't cost you anything, kids. It's for free. Well, then, hey... Your hands are going up everywhere. You're not paying anything. You know, because that's what needs to happen. You know, those who have everything, have extra space, need to support those who want to make real change. 
You can be on both sides of this equation. You know, not one side or the other like they would have you believe. You can be on both sides of this equation. On the inside and the out. And work together in synergy to make the change happen. Because guess what? Kids just dropping out, living on the streets or living in the woods. You know, that, that would be kind of rough. Let's just be honest. But kids dropping out, living in a garage, starting a garage band or living at your spare mansion, you know, 20 or 30 of them. You know, that's a different story. You got spare mansions laying around, rich people. Hey, you know, got the 20 kids who want to live in my spare mansion who are dropping out. You know, for free. And if they're, they're sitting in your lawn, you know, give them a power cord. You know, let them come in and wash their clothes once a week or, you know, take a shower once a week. You know, I know, you know, it's rough, but you guess what, people? You can live by taking a shower once a week. You know, that's a fact. You know, do it now while it's easy. Because in the future, when, you know, the events of the world transpire and there's nothing you can do to comfort or make things easy, it's going to be doggy dog and everyone's going to be fine because, you know, life will, life will be so rough. It'll be so rough. Right now, you know, life is easy. We got all this consumers and we do whatever we want. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, we have it so easy compared to people 100 years ago. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, take advantage of that, kids. Take advantage of that. I mean, guess what? You can just go online and buy every single you know, high-tech camping gear you can get. And you're like still probably 10 or 100 times better off than people from 100 years ago. I mean, come on, rough it up just a little bit. That's all I'm asking. And I'm not asking you to do it forever. I'm asking you to do it until change happens. I'm asking you to do it as an investment in your future. You want to invest in the future, you know, go camp out, you know, smoke some pot, talk, discuss, know about what's going on, have a voice, make it be heard, make the systems you need to make to be hap to happen in the future. You know, prepare for that. You know, make it happen. You know, stop waiting for money to get you to do something. Just do it. You know. You know, help each other out. You know, make it a competition of some kind. Go come up with some video game. You you achieve this and that, it, it registers in the game. Right? You take all these classes, you do all these tests, you read all these books, you know, you planted this many trees. It's like a freaking game. You just transpire transpire back onto, you know, the app or the apps. You know, that, that show what you've done in society. And when you have a transparent system where you have actual data and you can prove that you've done these things, well, yeah, you can make a, a, a virtual version of your reality in the video game. You know, of sorts. You know, just like Pokemon Catch Em All. Right? You could do the same thing with life. You know, except now all the trolls gone. Now all the lying is gone. Now all the fakeness is gone. Now we know... That what's actually there is true. And now, that means something. That means something. You've achieved all these levels. You've finished off all these these books. Right? You've achieved you know, these level ups and these proficiencies. You know, just like a video game. And you do it for real life. You help people out. And when you, when you do that, you show people that, and you need someone to help you out, guess what? Guess what? They're going to want to help you too. They're going to want to try to help fulfill your top ten list. 
You know, that's a world where everyone helps out, gets along, cares. Instead of competing, divided, doesn't give a shit. You know, there's, there are two different worlds, people. This is why the paradigm shift begins with you. And when you look in the mirror and see that you're half the problem, just because of the way you, you know, have an output and view on life. You, know, you, you have this outlook that's completely opposite of what it needs to be. Because you buy into the system. Because you've been brainwashed into it your whole life. And I get it. So was I. You know, it took me forever to come and overcome the brainwashing. But I always, you know, held my beliefs that, you know, I would do it one day. Because I would always look at life objectively. You know, and I did. You know, I looked at life objectively every single day. You know, two, two points of view. What's the future? The one thing I do when I go into a city I've never been... So I always imagine what it would look like after a nuclear holocaust. You know, at least once while you're there, imagine what this, this beautiful city would look like, you know, at the end of the world. You know, put that in your mind every time you travel. So that's what I do. You know, take a picture of that in your head. Because that's what's at stake. You know, people don't even think about it. I mean, we've been living nuclear bombs over our heads since, since I've been alive. And, and further. I mean, that's the stark reality of our existence. You know, that, that scorched landscape you imagine, that, that's the morality, the high morality that those who rule by rule over you. You know, they use the excuse for this endless military-industrial complex, which is destroying the world, which creates nationalism, which creates all the other divisions we still have today. When this technology we have could free us and bring us together, like I've been saying. And they've been, you know, slowing it up and stopping it all along the way. Because they can't get out of their own way of their greed and their desire for power to help out humanity. Because it's a winner-take-all on ideology of capitalism. Hey, capitalism's been great. Guess what? It ain't perfect, people. You know, raise your hand if you think capitalism's perfect. Please. It's got to be perfect. Perfect system. It's capitalism, perfect system. Raise your hand. In your mind, it's perfect, 100%. I mean, is it? And I think most people would agree it's not. It's not a perfect system. Just as much as, you know, socialism and communism isn't a perfect system. And the reason none of them are perfect is because they all have one thing in common. They have power elitists, the 1% who control everything. And every single one of them. And every single one of them say they rule by the will and for the benefit of the people. Okay, well, if they can't do their job, why don't just the people rule themselves for their own benefit? You know, we never could before. That's a thing. But now we can. Now we can. We can do it, people. you got to make the system happen. you got to believe that there is a new way. you got to believe in the things that I say. You know, all it takes is you know, one person to have a vision. and You'll talk about changing the world. Look at Tinkle of Tesla. That guy changed the world. And no one recognized him for you know, what he'd done in his day. You know, most geniuses are you know, shunned at the time which they have their great ideas. And that's just you know, the nature of humanity, I guess, right? What can you do? People are ignorant. I'm telling you. You put all these things together and you know, welcome to a brand new world. And even though I say all these things to you, and you see where I'm coming from, 
The thing is, the powers that be are like, nope. That's the opposite of how you should think. Changing the world isn't possible. You know, the money does rule. You do owe all that debt. You know, our God's the only God and everyone else is wrong. You know, hate them over there. You only care about those who are just like us. You know, prepare endlessly and work endlessly and sell yourselves out endlessly for retirement and tomorrow that will probably never come instead of living for today. Yeah, for those who fear death, you know, they worry about the end. You know, they worry about when they're old. You know, they're the ones that seek endlessly to compete and prepare for that time. Versus the young, you know, who now see the future, you know, what's coming. Need to change their ways and live for today. You know, make today amazing and then, you know, hopefully over time, you know, the future will become more amazing. More amazing than you can ever believe. I'm talking like Star Trek amazing people. You know, that that's also what's at stake. You know, what what kind of state do you want humanity to move into? You know, the post-apocalyptic nightmare we're going into are Star Trek. You know, it's your choice. I vote for Star Trek. You know, live long and prosper. You know, coupla. You know, two ways of thinking. You know, in harmony. You know, the Klingon way and the Vulcan way. You know, honor and thought and logic and reason. You know, and being good judges of character. You know, like the Federation. You know, let's build the USS Enterprise. Let's make it so. I mean, come on, why wouldn't you? Or better yet, let's just unveil all those high-tech toys out in the desert, Area 51, S3, Dulles, you know, and all the other myriad of you know, high-tech, top-secret places where they're hiding all the technology, humanity, that they won't let anyone see. I wouldn't even be surprised if they've reached singularity already. They've reached an AI that can already do everything that they say that they wanted to do one day. This is why they're pushing for it now, because they're probably already... Either there or on the cutting edge of being there. And it's just going to be this slow and yet, maybe not so slow, you know, introduction to society when they need it the most. You know, when the shit really hits the fan. You know what I'm saying? But who knows? You know, maybe I'm just too big of a thinker and a believer in, you know, the, the wrongdoings of man and those in power. And I can project out where their technology is probably at right now. If you know anything about the history of the military and they're, they're, they're preparing for high-tech wizardry of the future every single decade. You know, F-117 people, stealth, stealth technology, that was the 70s people. You can only imagine, imagine what they have today. I mean, if you believe in any of the reports that you read on the news, like the Navy verifying that you know those 
craft actually existed, well then, they're one of two things. They're either aliens or they're our government's high-tech toys that are owned by the 1%. And if they are ours, then why aren't they being used to make this, transform this world and make America, you know, the hub and the spoke of freedom? You know, make America, you know, what it should be. You know, free the world. But really, I don't know. The world we have today, the way it's structured top down, I don't even think that would work. You know, a world where the people are in charge, then yeah, all that stuff would be really helpful. And having us going from zero to hero in like 30 years. Kid you not. Just like China went from zero to hero, look at them now. They're, they're like the number one economy. Because they did things a different way. They freed copyright and patents. Yeah, smart. You know, thumbs up China, great idea. You know, they didn't play by the rules that were placed and forced upon them. And look where they went. Look how, look how fast they developed. You know, shouldn't humanity hold itself back by rules when, you know, the outcome is going from zero to hero in 30 years and you're going so fast it's overtaking America now with their technological skill and ability to do what America did? I mean, why, why would you hold your, your people back? And guess what, America? Why do you hold your people back? Why, why do we hold ourselves back with this patent and copyright bullshit? So the rich can get richer. So they can use the rare go, oh, we need to have it. We need to have our monopolies for you know this short period of time. Okay, well, you've bent that. You know, you, you've perversed that to endless degrees. Was it 75 years now for copyrights? You know, the patents too, it ain't any better. And you got your patent trolls in there too. I mean it's ridiculous. It's a circus sideshow. And there's no fixing it. There's no fixing it. It's unfixable. I can only imagine the endless decades of litigation if you wanted to fix that heaping pile of bullshit. Alright? So, just get rid of it. If you can't beat China, join China. Admit that they had a good idea. Yeah, China. Great idea. Freeing human mind. I like it. You know, talk about a brand new day. You know, 5G... Hey, let's just use that. You know, why are we even thinking about it? You know, do what China did. Just use the technology. Transform the world. You know, tweak it a little bit. Make sure it's foolproof. But still use it. You know, let's do a reverse, you know, on China with their infringing upon patent rights. And copyrights right <laughs> finally you know let's create the 5g world that you know that should be made you know but they're holding it back well guess what there's another way just take it modify it so it works right you know don't pay for it you know just like they do they make it make it an amazing world and say china you know what you had a great idea you know we're gonna get rid of copyrights and patents too Thumbs up, taking this 5G, we're making it our own.
you know, quite frankly, I think they should support it. Because it will show and prove that, you know, America, you know, respects, you know, a great idea China had. You know, which I think is a great idea. I was like, every time I saw that, I was like, yes, finally. Finally. Great idea. You know, so the complaining, right? Oh, you're hypocrites, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get one up on you. Hey, we're admitting that you were right. Right? Thumbs up. Here's an award. Good idea. You, know, you don't have to browbeat. I think it's a great idea. You know, we're, we're taking your ideas and making it our own. We're getting rid of copyrights and patents. Keeping trademarks, but hey, there you go. Problem solved. You know, let's move on to a better day. Let's not move on to a different way. You know, the Chinese way. You know, with a pragmatic get-it-done attitude that the Russians have. Without all your, you know, tight-ass, you know, rules and regulations. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's another way of doing things in this world, people. You don't have to do it one way. You know, it's all a construct of the human mind. And quite frankly, every culture has something to learn from another. And you know where we can learn the most things from other cultures? The one place? America. You know, the hub of the world when it comes to immigration, if we wanted it to be. You know, how do you create cultural understanding and bring all the greatest ideas together? You know, bring in more people from around the world. Make America representational of the world. Yeah, I'm saying it. You know, don't let them just go everywhere, right? You gotta live in, you gotta live in a town or zone that you know is your culture. You know, because we want to have like, you know, little Russia city and little China city and little Africa city. You know, it's almost like you can go on vacation in your own country now. And where do you go? You go to some town that has people from this country, and it's like you're going on vacation. Because now they do things a different way. All the food's different. The customs are different. The colors are different. You know, the way they, they dress and have their houses and do things that are a little different. You know, and that should be celebrated. You know, instead of going halfway around the world to see these people, guess what? You can drive to the next state over and see these people. You know, talking about, you know, fixing the environment. Now you don't have to travel all over the world to see the world. All you got to do is travel around the United States to see the world. Because they're represented right here. But you know, the whites, the Christians, you know, the establishment were like, no, we can't do that, right? That's the problem. You know, we need to overcome this reason. We need to realize America is for everyone. You want to make the world great. If you want America to lead the world, well, guess what? Be the hub. You know, bring them here. You know, make the spokes. You know, bring them here. Then they go back out. Cultural exchange. People could be here for like five years. Go back to their country. Like, hey, this is what America's like. I learned so much. Bring in someone else. You know, those who do amazing things in this country, guess what? They can stay. Those who don't do so much, you know, replace them with someone else. You know, always strive for sustainability and then making more sustain more capability, more capacity to bring in more people. If you make more capacity with bigger, better mega cities with, you know, infrastructure that's sensible and, you know, free energy, and then hey, you can bring in more people endlessly. 
It'll just make hyperloops and all along that hyperloop. You know, you can have entire civilizations. You know, water, desalinized. I mean, man, the thing, the ideas I have for the future are like mind-blowing. It's like, I don't know why we're not doing it already. That's all I can ever think my whole life. Why aren't we doing these things? And you read about it in, in books and it's like, these are great ideas. How come we're not doing this? Oh, that's right. The money, the power, the war. I mean, the righteousness, the, the, the laws that are set against everyone except those who have everything. They've always had everything. The, you know, the, the laws that support men owning everything forever. Everyone just wants to close the door on freedom once they get in. And you're like white people. Guess what? You're not Native American. You're an immigrant too. You're an immigrant too. Like Trump. Why don't you move back to Scotland? If you hate everyone so much. You hate immigrants? Move back to Scotland. You're an immigrant too. If you ain't Native American, you're an immigrant, people. Stop closing the door on other races and other cultures that want to get here too. You America should have never closed that door on immigration. Never. And we would have forced, forced, to make a sustainable world that's for everyone. But that never happened. We just, we stop everyone from coming in. That's what they do. So even, even when, you know, Italians came here, they were, they were you know, discriminated against. Even when Irish people, Irish people came here, they were discriminated against. You know, anytime religions that weren't Catholic came here, that weren't Catholic came here, they were discriminated against. Now that includes a lot of Christian religions. But, you know, you want to close the door once you're in. You know, the country is supposed to have separation, church and state, freedom of religion. You're like, no, no one else can come in. Look how much they just rail against one person, a Muslim, having any sort of power and being elected in the, in the position of power in Congress. Well, there you go. You know, there's, there's half your problem right there. You're at least half of the problem when you know, that's the kind of mindset that goes on in a country that's supposed to have you know, freedom of thought, freedom of religion, freedom to be who you want to be, think how you want to think, freedom. You know, freedom, people, that's what it's all about. Not your race, not your religion, not your sex, not your sexual orientation. It's about freedom. This is the one country which you're supposed to have it. And we need to bring that back. You know, that's when America was great. It wasn't great for everyone, right? You know, but at least you could... Try to make it great for yourself because you could force and you can defend yourself back in the day. You know, this is why we need to keep guns or, you know, weapons of self-defense. I know, I know liberals are going to hate me on this, but hey, you know, you can't be part of the conversation if you're not part of, you know, the culture. I'm sorry. You know, it's that culture that made America free. That's it's that culture that, you know, kept those who in power over us in check because, we actually had pitchforks and torches. You know, now we don't. And qu quite frankly, you know, the way they are now, people on the right, you know, conservatives, I mean, the guns have just gotten out of hand. They're out of hand. I'm on the left with a lot of stuff, too. You know, we need to make them safe. Smart guns, that's a solution. You solve the problem right at the source. If we can make our, our phones into, like, personal computers that do everything, we can make a gun that doesn't shoot unless the owner picks it up and shoots it. That simple. You know, guess what? Now you can just leave the gun in your car, 
leave the gun on the coffee table, bring the gun to work, drop it off in the box at the door, you know, pick it up on the way out. It can't go off, ever, because you didn't pick it up and shoot it. You know, imagine that. You can carry your gun everywhere now, openly and freely. No one cares, because the only one that can shoot it is you. You know, they sh and preferably, you know, if if everyone in America does that, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have crazies walking around with them, right? Not just you anymore who's going to have the gun culture. It's all of America that should accept the gun culture. And when all of America has a gun culture, well, guess what? I think everyone on both sides can agree we don't want crazy people walking around with guns, right? So let's just be reasonable about it. This is how the left, if... You, the only way you can ever, you know, fix this argument about guns is to be part of the gun culture. Because now, everyone on the left, everyone, including, you know, your safe people and your crazy people, are part of the gun culture. And the people on the right are going to be like, oh, we don't want the crazy people on the left running around, right? So now they're going to be like, hey, well, we should be policing up those crazy people on the left with guns, Right? And it allows you to say, hey, free market, we're demanding smart guns. We're demanding alternatives that are less lethal. We're demanding, you know, batons with electricity and, you know, and transparency recordings of video and audio. You know, a needler. You know, let, let's build the phaser already, people. Let's make the phaser happen. Please. Figure out some way. Shoots at you. Messes up your nervous system. Down and out. And there's no reason you can't make it happen. You know, hopefully, you know, after the whole world has finally come together and isn't killing each other endlessly and we do solve all these problems, then maybe that would be a good time to consider bringing down the lethality of weapons in the future. I mean, to a certain extent, right? You always got to be kind of cautious about that. Because there's always, you know, bad people out there in every civilization. Especially for, you know, probably the next 50 or more years, quite frankly. Because it's going to take a while for it to finally go away. But I'd say by the time, you know, Generation Xers or Millennials are, you know, in their 60s or 70s. You know, if the world changes, finally, you know, the rhetoric of hate might start going away. But until then... You know, you gotta have have it a certain way that you know that can mold and shift over time as humanity changes. But that's for the next generation to figure out. It isn't even born yet. You know, something that you gotta nurture in them to understand the past, because they'll have no idea what you're talking about in the world that finally overcomes hate and division and greed and and war. Now you gotta be like, here you go, kids. This is how we were. Testimony. This is how we thought. You know, try to avoid being like us. You know, teach the future. Teach the future well. Otherwise, it could happen again. And quite frankly, since we're reaching out to the stars, you know, it's, you know, one culture of one planet versus another culture on another planet. You gotta watch out for that. You know, that's that's why you know 
we haven't really reached that level yet where if they do exist out there that they want to get to know us because we can't even get along with ourselves and we can't even get along with the other half of humanity the women and treat them as equals there's no way humanity would ever get along with beings from another planet with completely different you know thoughts and ways of doing things and different understandings of what the afterlife is you know so in this, in the end you got a choice or do you want to be ignorant and not know the truth of the world and not get along and you know, succumb to all the rhetoric of division and hate and those in power having everything and you having nothing? Or do you want to come together and see each other's equals? Having equality, having, you know, actually lifting the, the boats of all the people, you know, so we can actually make it to the stars and make, you know, the, the style of life that we have today for everyone. You know, wouldn't it be nice to have the world we have today you know, but one that's sustainable for everyone and actually be able to make it happen you know, in a sustainable manner on here on earth and out in the stars we can do it people with technology you know it's limitless whatever you can think of can be put on a computer with help from AI, AI 3D printed and then those machines can make machines that make things even better you know in exponential increasing ways and before you know it you know yeah you are living in a Star Trek world you know it's not that far from reality because that's how that technology goes that's the projected you know future path of of you know where those things can lead to and when you look at that it's like and if it's not under the control of those who have all the money and rhetoric and own all the debt and power and you know the guns and the missiles well, then hey if it's there for the will of the people, then you now when you do get rid of all the jobs with robots and AI, and replace all the truck drivers with robots and AI, then hey, that could be a good thing because now, you know, the world's great for everyone. You know, now those are a tool for making everyone's lives better and easier. Everyone, everyone, everyone. At least anyone who wants to participate in a new kind of way of doing things. Those who want to be divided and hate and have their fiat currencies and war and guns and nuclear bombs, well, they can do that. You know, you're either in or you're out. Like I've said before. You know, and do not allow them to have any access to those who want to make change in their new societies. You know, to, and don't be so exclusive, like, oh, you, you can't, you, there's no leeway at all, right? You know, if they, if they choose to do something different, then hey, be willing to accept them. But if they, they want to play games, then hey, now you're going to have to wait a couple of years. You'll have to think about it for the next three years or something, right? You know, let us know again. Until then, we don't want to hear from you. Because you're either in or you're out. And they'll have to think, well, if I want in, I have to do everything. That's just how it is. You know, transparency, will the people, women being equal. You know, ending nuclear conflict and you know, military conflict and getting along. 
You know, religion's not hating on each other endlessly. I mean, it's just so s simple things, people. I don't understand why we haven't done these things already, in my opinion. I mean, who can agree with me we should get rid of nuclear bombs? Who can agree with me that AI and our data should be in our hands? And who can agree with me that this wealth disparity is ridiculous? I mean, it's like, why don't we just fix all these things? Right? We can't, right? Because those in charge don't do it. Well, this is what I'm saying. You need to take the power back directly. You need to live your life a different way. You need to just drop out and do nothing. If you feel like you can't do anything to change the world, guess what? Do that. Go online. Buy your whole camping gear setup. Stick it in your car. Get sponsored to live someone's backyard or... You know, go live, go live, get get on the dirt bike and go live in the woods. You know, that's where it's at, in my opinion. Get on a dirt bike, smaller the better. Go live in the woods. Get on a bicycle, go live in the woods. You know, call your Uber. You know, get food delivered for you and 20 of your buddies every single week or two. You know, network your way out of this. You know, buy a 50-pound bag of rice that costs 20 bucks. That'll feed everyone for the next month. Right? You may not like it, but hey, you're still alive. You're, you're living the rough life now. You're investing in the future now. So you don't have to live that rough life later where they're going to force upon you, which is them fucking up this world in one form or another. Because that's where it's going. Everyone knows it. And young people see it the most. Because it's <laughs> their future that's, you know, they're going to have to deal with all that. All of it. You know, in, in a world that today is completely dysfunctional. And as far as they can see, it's going to continue to be completely dysfunctional. And guess what, kid? There's a different way. You can take the power back and make the system functional. You know, create small government by using balance. You know, create the middle ground. Create, you know, the systems that need to be created for your AIs to work in connection with each other to network you. You know, not by those who own everything, but by your own free will. Because you know, they're never going to give you any power. So, you have to take it back yourself. And not by the ways in which they want you to. Because they own violence. All you got to do is wait them out. And it's different here because we're the ones who create all the economy. We're the future. If the, if the the kids of tomorrow aren't working for the future, are, are stalling, you know, the systems and ways that run the system today so that everyone else has to wake up and deal with it. And guess what? You get those who don't seem to give a shit about anything to actually have to start giving a shit because well, now they're being hauled in to be jurors or the economy's not working so good or... You know, now everyone's not using the, bit, the money anymore and they're throwing on the money on the ground like it's worthless. And kids are just dropping out and they're not paying their student loans. You know, stuff like that. You know, everyone's demanding their, their day, day in court, first by a judge and then by jury. You know, no more jury shopping. No more plea deals. No more, what's it called? You know, settlements for money. You know, demand that co corporations, you know, admit fault. You know, talk about a brand new day. I mean, come on, people. Stop selling out for money. Stop doing things the easy way. I know it's tough, but... You know, when you reform the, the prison system and demand that 
people of you know same criminal charges be placed together and it's a safe place to go when you have a more Norwegian style way of doing it well guess what now people aren't chilled to the prospect of standing up for their rights because if you go to jail it's not a cruel place for cruel and unusual cruel and unusual punishment it's a place where you're wear out you're, you're put with people who are the same as you protesters with protesters for instance and you're not treated inhumanely Now talk about bringing the voice back to the people. I mean, it's your future, America. You know, I can only point the way. It's up for you, the youth of today, the women of today, to take charge you know, by pledging to say no to being controlled by men. And if you have to get married, marry someone from another country. And, and men, back them up. You'll know, be by their side, but let them follow. You know, help them out. You know, look to the youth in order to find the future. Who, who wants to look towards 1980 first so we can look towards 2080 later? Everyone just wants to look to the future and it's like, it's the wrong way, people. First you have to change. Then you reach for the future. Because the future they're reaching for now, people look at, look at the future and they're like, oh, I want to save for retirement. I want to save for retirement. Guess what, people? That's an illusion. That does not exist anymore. It barely exists today. Barely. They say it's going to run out in 30 years. They don't do anything about it. Psh. Well, they haven't fixed it now. You know, Don't expect them to fix it in the next 20 or 30 years. You know, it's a farce. It's it's what they get you to buy into. Because you're all afraid of the end. You're all afraid of getting old and worrying about, you know, how you're going to live when you're 60. You're all afraid of death. Hey, I should have died a couple times already, people. When you're no longer afraid of death, you know, you don't worry about the future so much anymore. You, you live in today. You live for getting things done now. You're making the world great now. Not when you retire, not just for yourself, but now for everyone. So we can make a better, brighter tomorrow, a better, brighter future. And the way that I've been telling you, you make an investment in the future. Live today like it's the past, like it's 1980. And rescind these laws and reevaluate and make America amazing of by and for the people directly. You know, with organic leadership. You know, let that grow. Watch that grow. See what happens when that grows. See what happens. You'll be amazed. <laughs>